Welcome back to J Sports Tech. I know it's been a long, you know, we missed the divisional round right after the conference round right now. And um, we, we got some good football to talk about. And um, first, I want to say, wish Tom Brady the best, you no know, retired, but he needed to go. Okay. It's just, it just has well, to He needed to go. Yeah, but he was doing bad. No, but like, what war is he playing for at this point? You know. play. He can't play for the love of the game. Bro. I'm personally happy he's gone. Um, he, he's ruined my chances of seeing the Super Bowl so far in my lifetime. So uh, I wish him a farewell, happy retirement. But uh, it's my Falcons' turn to get the, to own the division. So I'm happy with his retirement. Mm. He, he had to play for anything else. So. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about the conference conference uh games. And Jimmy G, uh, it was pretty embarrassing, you know, both of the games that we saw these guys lose. But Jimmy G's was different. Like they had the momentum, no timeouts. All you gotta do is run the clock out. That's all they had to do. And they yeah. just lost. They they sold. Yeah, man. I think I think putting a lot of it on Jimmy G. Obviously, he he the, there's some bad missed throws. You know, didn't really move the offense. But I I look at more so at Cal Shanahan. This isn't the first time Cal Shanahan has done this. You can go back to the Super Bowl right. when he was with Atlanta as the offensive coordinator. Uh, you can go to when they played Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Cal Shanahan has now like a track record of of choking games within the last quarter and a half he he tries to have this like open playbook instead of sticking to what got him where what got him him there you know which is running the fall that's that's been their bread and butter all season and for some reason the play calling was just terrible in the second half like especially in that third fourth quarter it was like there were a bunch of like yeah it was just it was nothing like you're, you're asking jimmy g to drop back and throw the football that's not your game. That's not how you won get football games. So as much as I feel like we're trying to put it on Jimmy G here, I mean, Jimmy G had what? The key for Jimmy G to beat them was to not turn the ball over. He turned the ball over once. Other than that, he managed the game pretty well. You know, he kept his team. Um, he got a, made a few big throws down the stretch. I mean, I think ultimately you got to look at Kyle Shanahan. That big play call, and I just think was a little questionable once again from him. Yeah, I don't think it's all on Jimmy, but at the same point, he he missed some big throws. Yeah, not even big throws, just in a moment, big throws. Looking back at it, that he should hit. But yeah, you can't keep going with something that is not your strong suit. It's not working. I think that's that's why people blame Jimmy G because they can run the ball. We all know that they can run the ball, but if they get in a situation where they have to throw that, it's it's not a good situation for them. I get, mm-hmm. I get that, but like the run game, you know, aside of Debo, and I mean he didn't even have it like a really crazy game on the ground. Like they they put up two and a half yards of carry, so it's not like you were running the ball in their throat to begin with. But like you, they didn't even they kind of like went away from it. Like they didn't even try to run the ball. Yeah, and Jimmy and Jimmy G didn't even just like. Not even just like getting first downs. 
get completions. Because a completion runs the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Incompletion stops the clock. Go out of bounds, stop the clock. They didn't even do that. And I, Cal Shanahan has been bad, but I just don't understand how they lost that game. Well, the problem is the, the last half of the season, they're running plays. They don't run the ball to get one to two yards. When they run the ball, they expect in a big play. And when that doesn't work, I feel like Shannon just kind of freaks out and throws in some play that he knows is not going to work, but just hope it does something. I just wish he would have stuck. Like, even if, he, once again, we know, like he said, it, he got completely away from the running game. And we're saying we want to at least see the clock keep moving. He went away from, you have to get the ball in your playmaker's hand. Jimmy G isn't your playmaker. So when you're drawing up plays for him to throw the ball, 15 yards down the field that's that's not what got you there you they should have stuck to what they were doing which like you, you have Debo Samuel probably one of the most explosive players yeah, in that game not there Debo. Yeah. I mean there there's ways you can get him the ball quick screen Debo could take a, a two-yard screen and that's that's 30 yards like it just it, it made no sense to see him make Jimmy G it's like he wanted to see Jimmy fail in that game like I just don't think he put him in a position to like execute down the stretch with the with the play caller. I just thought it was I, and it, the they didn't even really use Elijah Mitchell like all game. It felt like yeah. I didn't I didn't see anything yeah, from. They I forgot mean, they had an actual running back. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going up against a strong front four and with the Rams, but I just feel like to not really use Elijah Mitchell. I've, I I got to look at Kyle Shanahan. I'm never from this photo, so. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they were using him right. I don't know why they don't try to run like a two back system. Like Elijah Mitchell, he can be a power back, and then yeah. you got Debo to be, you know, the big play guy. Yeah, I definitely feel like he uh he kind of dropped the ball there. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, what you said about the play calling, and you know, about that. That's kind of how I felt about the Chiefs. Now Mahomes. Okay, this is how I feel about the Chiefs game. Mahomes, that whole overtime was him. He did not throw it to Demarcus Robinson the whole game. Started off overtime, throwing it to him twice, back to back. And then tries to chuck it to Tyreek. But that second half, the Bengals played probably, for me, what I've seen, the best team defense the whole postseason. They locked up everything. I agree. And yeah. they kind of, and like, Mahomes, he's probably my favorite player, but how he plays is like a double-edged sword. What makes him great is also what makes him terrible. <laughs> because Mahomes, when, when you watch his highlights, right, and all the touchdowns that he does, in the red zone, what makes him great is that he escapes the pocket, you know, extends the play, Find Tyreek, find Kelsey, whatever. But when the Bengals locked up that and he was just running around with no one open? Well, see, I think the thing is the Bengals, they actually play into that. Because some teams, they want to flush him out the pocket and make him do what he has to do because that that's what he does. But the second half, the Bengals, they were just rushing three. They said, hey, we'll give you all the time. Yeah. We're just going to believe in our guys to lock up the whole possession. So they were rushing three, and then when he's back there, like five seconds, 
linebacker come up and uh, push. Now they're rushing forward. And I think they play right into that. And also think the Chiefs didn't want to – I don't know. They thought they had it in the bag while receiving the lollygagging. They did drop a few passes. But, I mean, when teams are just rushing three on you, like I don't even think they blitz that whole second half for real. No. Was they the just impressive part. I read somewhere, uh, like you were saying, how they, they were rushing three in the second half. They started off the game in a 4-3. So that whole first half, they were blitzing Mahomes with four. Well, not blitzing, I guess, but they were sending four defensive lines. Basically, yeah. That, that was like a key adjustment, I feel like. Uh, like you said, trusting – you got Jesse Bates back there. I, people are giving Eli Apple Monster. a lot of crap. But once again, Eli Apple had a, a another – not spectacular, but he played another good game. He played I think. Um, that tackle right before halftime, right when he made that tackle, was when I I felt like the momentum would was sweet right there. I was like, okay, if he if they stop them, which I thought that was just dumb in itself. You got to take the points there. Why not take the points? You yeah, know? Take the You're going into halftime. You take the points. I don't remember if they got the ball back or not. Half the half. Not they yeah. got the ball back. They got the ball back. You you take the points and then you you putting the ball right back in the hands of Patrick Mahomes in that explosive offense, and so. That right there, I kind of felt like it was a, a a swing of momentum right there from just one one decision. Yeah, and then at the same time, you can't really blame it all on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, he did bad in some spots, but if you're back or running around for five six seconds, somebody has got to get open. That's yeah. not the quarterback's fault. That's not his fault. I mean, yes, he probably could have forced some of them. He probably could have, but at the same time, they were just locking them up. Yeah, yeah. Nah. you just have to give the Bengals credit. Like they played a really, 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 really nice second half. Mm-hmm. They gave up nothing. Yeah, at least they want to play because they old on don't want to play. At least they defensive play. Yeah, I did I was saying, actually, man, you, you, the O-line, I felt like kind of turned it on in the second half, especially, you know, late in the game. They started running the ball effectively. You look at Joe Mixon, he he was able to, especially on that um what drive was that? The overtime drive. Yeah. Uh it was it was a, a heavy dosage of, of uh Mixon and T. Higgins, I believe, who caught like two passes on that uh mm-hmm. drive. So I thought the O line played a lot better than what they did at least when we saw him get sacked, what, ten times, nine times, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the O line played good for me. Um the defensive line for Kansas City just kept letting Burrow off the hook. Like, they didn't wrap up. They took terrible angles. Like, they had him dead to rights. The only thing that they had to do was just tap him. They didn't even want to do that. So, honestly, I'm kind of happy that they lost because, like, they, they just needed to be humble. Yeah, definitely. That was just crazy. Yeah, you know, I love, I love me some Burrow, but... That shouldn't have been. You got Chris Jones wrapping you up and you still running. That's yeah, a he, big Ben type player. That's what made him survive so long. Bro, we've seen that from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, you know, he, he uh, what you call He's a competitor. And, and he, um, I felt like that's what he showed out there. He did what he had to do. Yeah. I, I think this game go. was just, to be honest, I think. It's just Pat Mahomes passing the torch to Joe Burrow. Yeah, I can see that. 
I just uh, I, I just don't see the Chiefs getting any better any better. I mean, Mahomes can do all he wants to, but if nobody else want to play, he they can't help you. Quarterback can only do so much. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. That man is gaining ninety percent of their team's yards, and nobody wants to help him. I, I Chiefs this really year, they drop passes and all that. I mean, the Bengals have a nice little young team. I just don't see where they can get better, like you said. I just don't see the Chiefs. Like, this is their ceiling. I don't see anything higher. They're, I mean, they're a team that should be in the Super Bowl, obviously, but they're beatable. And I just don't see, like TQ said, there's no nothing that stands out to me that's like, okay, they're going to get better. They're going to do this, make this move. Like, I just don't see it. Because, I mean, I feel like they've been like that the past couple of years now. I mean, the only thing we could have said was earlier this season, say the defense get better. And yeah. guess what they did? They got better. And then they got worse somehow. Yeah, they, they were horrible. I mean, the second half of that game, they looked like the first four weeks, that Chiefs team, that's exactly what they looked like. Mahomes running around just trying to find somebody, makes a mistake. Defense just letting whoever score whenever they want to score. That's exactly what they look like. And I do agree with you. I don't see them getting better, but I don't see them getting horrible. Just like I yeah. don't see like the Bills getting a changing, you know, like groundbreaking changing. I don't think that I still think they'll contend, yes. I think the uh Bengals, they'll probably get better for sure if they get a you know offensive line. But like I don't see them like dropping out of the race for like a Super Bowl hunt or anything. Like, that's just, I, I think that's unrealistic. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I, think like, I mean, they're, they're still a really, really good team. Like, I'm not saying they're going to be bad, but I just see them as being maybe like the Packers, you know, like every year. Oh, they're a good team. They're going to do this, going to do that. You know, and they are a good team. And then they get to the playoffs, and it's just like, well, they lose, and then they could have done this better, could have done that better. But – is Tyron Matthew in uh, a contract year this year? Not sure. I don't think so. I think he has one more year. Okay. Saw something earlier. But uh, it's a question right there. Does he want to be in what you call it anymore? Kansas as well. Like, I just think there should be some changes to that team. You know, they they got guys who are going to want more money. I don't know. It's just yeah, you got players like McCole Hartman. Yeah, McCole Hartman. He's going to want young players. There's a lot of young. Robinson's probably going to want to get paid here soon. You know, it's like you're going to have to make. What's the color? Byron Pringle will probably want to get paid. Yeah. You got Clyde still back in the backfield. Uh, yeah. So it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of questions. And it's to be a lot of, well, obviously, when you still have Patrick Mahomes as your centerpiece, there's really no worries. But I just feel like they, right if now. I'm them, I, I, I pay defense first. Yeah, definitely. I would too. Because, yeah, I mean, that game's people don't talk about the defense. The defense is kind of their, their fault that game, too. Like, you can't, you're up 18 points. I know the offense just, didn't want to score, but, like, you got to stop them from scoring. It's just so unacceptable for me, though, when you have that type of offense to score zero point, what, three points in the whole second half of a football game. I just think. With my home, that's supposed to be the Kelsey. most powerful yeah. offense in the league. That, like the that's most unacceptable. Explosive. That's unacceptable. Yeah, uh, 
Nah, I would uh, definitely pay the defense first, of course. But offensively, like guys like Pringle and Robinson, like they're they're solid pieces, yeah. But like they're not a they're not a Tyreek Hill. Like you don't find a lot of guys like a Tyreek Hill or a Kelsey. Like they're they're rare to find with that type of skill set. But a Pringle and like a Robinson, you can definitely find. You know, a replacement. For Man, that. they could find him another Tyreek Hill. He ain't nothing but fast. Well, Tyreek is, is different, but <laughs> but Kelsey, you not find another Kelsey. Who could have Patterson on the Chiefs? Who? Who could have Patterson on the Chiefs? He'll do the same thing Tyreek doing. I wouldn't say the same. I don't know, man. I don't know. Cordell liked but, it. Uh, 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 it be it's, hard. it's hard to find another Tyreek, but. I'm saying is yeah, you can get rid of some of these players, but but the way this season's going, it's not like anybody's actually stood out. You know what I'm saying? Like Tyreek Hill, yes, he has his big play every game or so. But other than that, what has he done? I mean, obviously it hasn't helped him because he just needed one big play in the second half right there and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Travis sure. Kelsey, he's really not doing anything unless, you know, he runs that seam route or he sits behind the linebackers, which I don't know how that's open 90% of the time. He really just stops running. But I just don't see what they have done that – I mean, the more dangerous players for them this season have really been Byron Pringle and, you know, Demarcus Robinson. They're not yeah. looking for him. I mean, Tyreek Hill runs one thing. It's a slant or a screen. The two. Oh, and a fly run. Don't forget that. <laughs> well, he actually gets the ball. Straight down to yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see though what they look like next year. I think, like he's like uh, Jalen said, they'll still be competing. They'll still be probably Super Bowl favorites coming into the year. So, so if y'all were the Chiefs, what would y'all have? I'm going defense again. Like, I think that's where you. Like they DBs. still have no cornerback. Yeah, no, no big. They still have none, and they've spent like four drafts trying to get one. They still don't have one. You knew who they need to pick up? DJ no. Swearinger. I, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think he could definitely play. I mean, he's sitting at home for some reason. Anything's better than Daniel Sorensen. Yeah, like, I mean, but you check at every, every level of that defense, right? The defensive line, Chris Jones, speaks for itself. Linebacker, I don't think um, Willie Gay and what's the other guy's name? 54, that rookie. He's not bad. He, he's actually a solid linebacker. Okay, cornerback, you don't have any cornerbacks. You don't. In safety, you have Tyron Matthew. So when you get a cornerback number one, you're going to be good enough to compete. Because, I mean, even, even bad defenses, they have a good cornerback. Then why don't they move Tyron Matthew down the corner? Because he's a player, you gotta have another one. Because Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew, TQ, uh, this is gonna sound weird, but he's like a, a user on Madden. You know, somebody that uses the safety, he just all over the middle. That's that's what he does, and he takes away like three, four routes. That's he, he when does. he's amazing. That's when he's amazing. But none of that matters if your outside is getting messed up. That don't matter. It don't matter. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we got to put Tyron Matthew. You know, we got to move him back, you know, in the cover, too. The middle open. You can't keep, can't keep up with anybody, then it's over. 
Simple as that. Yeah. They'll make some changes eventually. Okay. I think so. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl. What's your prediction? I don't want to get too in depth with it because I'll probably, you know, gonna have a probably gonna talk about it next week. But uh, it's gonna be a fun one. I'm gonna go Bengals though. I like Joey B. That's my guy. I yeah. saw what I saw what uh what uh Mike Evans did to Jalen Ramsey. Uh, we saw what Debo was able to do against that defense. The 49ers were able to do against that defense. I think the, the Bengals have a defense that can keep them in the game. And then Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is going to be a difference maker. Bengals, I think they're right now they're my early Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, I want them to win. I, I can see that. As long as the O-line holds up. I mean, Jamar yeah. Chase and T. Higgins, they're going to get open eventually. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to stop them. But if their O-line is giving him one and a half, two seconds, maybe. That ain't gonna work. The problem is the Bengals aren't just going up against a regular defensive line. This is a line that has Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller, all-time great pass rushers. All-time. Yeah. Versus a historically bad offensive line. So like this could very much look like the Super Bowl last year where Patrick Mahomes was just running for his life the whole game. It's a very good possibility it could look exactly like that. Yeah, but I think they might can get past that depending on their play calling, depending on what they want to do. Because, I mean, they were running those slants with T. Higgins. That can get open quick if Joe can just play his life for a little bit. Yeah, but if Aaron Donald get a hand up and tip it, yeah. or, or, or uh, Vaughn Miller come off really, really fast, that doesn't even matter. And you, I mean, you can sit here and act like Joe Burrow is slow. He can get no, out no, the no, way no, 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 no. I'm not saying that he can't get out the way, but what I'm saying is constantly, if he's having to run constantly, every single play to you, it's not going, it's not going to end in the results that the Bengals wanted to end up in. Any, anybody, like, I don't think anybody, like any quarterback besides, you know, the very, very slow ones, like a Tom Brady. I think everybody can move out the way, but you're not going to get results to move your team down the field consistently all game long like that. The whole time, off your feet, you got to keep on moving. You're not going to have success, especially not with a, with a team that has guys that can get you from the inside. There's not a lot of teams that can, you know, cause a bunch of pressure on the inside. But that's, that's their forefront. That's Aaron Donald. You know what he's capable of, so... I don't know, man. Yeah. And, and the Titans, yeah, it definitely is. But the Titans' defense alone isn't even that great. I mean, it's good. It's a solid one. And they were tearing that, Joe up. But yeah, and the Rams are the best. I mean, it's, it speaks for itself. I shouldn't even have to say that. They're really, really good. I don't know. But see, then again, I, I want to say that. But then the Chiefs' defensive line is—you know—they're no pushover. They yeah. got uh, good you know, too. They had they they had a lot of really great players on that front four. Uh, even Melvin Ingram was getting involved. I mean, he sacked Joe Burrow. I think maybe one or two times I saw him in the backfield just bothering Chris Jones. I mean, got Chris. Yeah, he's supposed to be one of the best. So it's like you know, okay. I, I saw them play a lot better 
And I think, you know, obviously Aaron Donald's a different breed of a matchup, Leonard Floyd and uh, Leonard Floyd. And you have, of course, uh, what's his name? Von Miller. So that's a different animal, like you're saying. But I, I, I'm not saying they're going to hold up. I did, Joe Burrow is definitely going to hit the turf a few times. But if they can hold up just a bit and give Joe Burrow just even a little bit of time, a chance to throw the football, I think they can win. Yeah. I want two seconds. Win, That's all he needs. But I don't know, man. Because, I mean, you know how Joe Burrow likes, you know, sometimes he likes to give Jamar a chance. I mean, Jamar Chase a chance at a ball that he shouldn't even throw. And it's probably going to be Ramsey over there. That's, That's going to be a good matchup, man. That's going to be a good matchup. I mean, I, say, I, I think the past couple weeks – Joe Burrow knows, like, he's realized he has it. He doesn't have to throw to Jamar Chase. Especially with I want to say that. I want to say that, but he did that last week, even when they won. He's lucky that their, their defense was really, really good because he turned it over, and he, they were close. They were past midfield. For, on a ball, he shouldn't, even have, he, he shouldn't even have thrown. Like, it was blanketed from the beginning. He still tried it, so I don't know, man. I think once again, it's going to depend beating the Rams, man. I think they need to take a, a page out of the 49ers playbook. Jamar, quick screens. Um, give him the quick little bubble screens. Let him run after yards at the catch. That's going to be a big thing. Yeah. Uh, is, what happened with their tight end? I know he went down in that game. Is, was that like a season ended injury? Or? No, no, they said they said it was hopeful that it was a sprain. Uh, yeah, like they sprained that's what they say. Yeah, getting him back is getting him back is going to be big too. If they can't get him back, uh, yeah, yeah, you need all I your weapons a lot to an offense. Yeah, especially against one of the better defenses in the league that they're going to see. Yeah, so I think uh, Matt Stafford's went before. You know, first time on the stage. I hope he doesn't get it, man. Only because I don't want. People saying he's better than Matt Ryan if he wins a championship, which we know that's what everybody's going to say. So I really hope he like shits the bed. But then again, I like Matthew Stafford, so I hope he succeeds. I don't know. I'm torn here. How to feel about him? But I think he'll play okay. I think he'll yeah. play well because when the Bengals, I mean, they're not going to be able to run that same defense that uh they ran last week because the Rams will run it down your throat. They don't care. They will run that. And they'll find ways to exploit whatever. As long as he doesn't do what he did um, last week when he forced it on the goal line for no reason at all, you were getting points anyway, they'll be just yeah. fine. Un- unnecessary self inflicted wounds. As long as he doesn't do any of that, they'll win. I think Sean McVay has the advantage here, too. I mean, he's been there, I think he's the better play caller. I think he's a better coach right now, honestly. But um, and he has the weapons around him. You got an experienced quarterback. Joe Burrow's obviously a good quarterback too, but experience in the NFL, you know, he's met. Or they both played in big games, but when you just have Aaron Donald, it's hard to bet against Aaron Donald. But I really want to see the Bengals win. I want the Bengals to win, but I I'll be lying to you if I said that I thought I really think that they w- will win. I don't. I think yeah. The Rams- I do too. I think that, but I hope for the Bengals. Speaking of weapons, uh, so 
in the group chat, I uh, told everybody to list their top five wide receivers. Um, I'm going to read off the list for you. My top five was Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. TQ with Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson. Shaw was Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins. NJ was DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper. And Knicks was DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Tyreek Hill. Now, NJ is lucky that he's not on his podcast because Very. Amari Cooper, he should, you know, be banned up even coming on here. I might have to, you know, find him or something because that's just ridiculous. That's a bad take. That's blasphemy. That's a pretty bad take. I should go like, full Stephen A on him. And it's just nowhere near close. I don't even see how you could have put him on there. Like, what yeah. do you watch? I think that he should have been on your list. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had a potential, yeah. He should be. But no. Not recently, yeah. I haven't seen anything. I mean he didn't he didn't have a good season, but I mean then again, on everybody list, everyone has DeAndre Hopkins up there, which he didn't really have a, a, a crazy season either. I don't think he really had a good season. He was hurt, didn't really do much, didn't really have a game over 100 or 90 yards, I don't even believe. He's up there for pure reputation. But he's still way better than Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper mm-hmm. is just not like that. I don't even know if he's the best wide receiver on his team. Yeah, I was just yep. about to say that. He's been out before. I, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> on team. I can't even thing. say. I just, I don't know. That's just crazy. And, you know, I'm I'm going to talk to him about that because that was just stupid. Um, I like the both of you guys' list, though. Um, I just feel like you have to put Cooper Cup number one, though, because he was a triple crown. Yeah, he did his thing. For some reason, he always open. Yeah, and it's not like – and I feel like he, he's had, you know, previous seasons where I feel like, well, my list, he's been top eight, top ten. But, I mean, he took a really big leap, and I don't see how you don't put him number one. I like Vontae, though. I'm not going to argue with you about it, but. I really have an order. When I was... Yeah, I just put it for now. I was, yeah, I was just kind of putting the list down. If I had to say who had the best season, obviously, I think it was uh, Cooper Cup. Like you just said, he triple crowned. That's hard to argue against, but. Uh, Devontae Adams is one of my favorite receivers in the league. It didn't like happen until like last year. <laughs> yeah, he's a rock running. It's nice. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, New Jersey needs a new list. Definitely. Yeah. Race Amari Cooper. We can make it work. <laughs> yeah, man. He could have put a, 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 a Tyreek Hill or something. Mike Evans. Yeah, just anything. Yeah, Chris Godwin, something. Anything was Mike better Williams than what he said. Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen, yeah. I would have took Keenan. Martin Cooper. Martin Cooper. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. So, Shy, um, before I got on here, I was watching the uh, Heat game. Tragically, it was a loss. 
Um, what yeah, yeah. the trade deadline is like next week, next Tuesday, I, th- I believe. Do you want the Heat to make any moves, or are you content with what you have? I'm content. Uh, we had a bad game. We're on a three game losing streak right now, actually. But um, I'm content with where we are right now. I think Miami is one of those teams. Hey, no team wants to face in a seven game series. First off, but um, they aren't even fully healthy. They don't have their full team. They haven't had their full team all season. Uh, and I feel like we're kind of making a move without making a move because, you know, we get Victor Oladipo back and we don't know what Oladipo we're getting back, obviously. But you have to think, hey, we got a potential to get an all-star player back. And he hasn't played basketball yet. So it could be one of those things where he comes in and he plays well and, we, you know, we turn it around. But right now, I think I'm content with Miami and the way they look. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, TQ, you, you you saw, you know, uh, front row uh, with the Clippers have. Do you think you need anything ahead of the deadline? I mean, I don't think there's really much we can do at the deadline to, you know, seal our fate. Besides, you know, Paul George coming back and hopefully we make it to the playoffs and Kawhi comes back. I would think the only other thing I could think of is another big man. We really don't have a, a versatile big man. Like, like Zubac is there, but he can't. If he's not sending the paint, he really can't do anything. But I, I just don't see who would pick up to do that. As far as guards and forwards, we're good. We got a bunch of young talent. Hopefully they perform. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I just don't see what we could pick up. Okay. Okay. See, I thought you would have said a backup point guard because that's what y'all, that's what the Clippers are looking at right now. They're looking at backup point guards. Okay. I don't. I don't think the guards are the problem. We have plenty of guards. I think. How do you feel about that, that uh, other player y'all got? It's like coffee or something like that. Lemire coffee. Yeah, yeah. he's cold. He's yeah, nice. he's cold. He's he's been running. He's been running guard the past few games, and he's been. Putting up numbers, like you've been, been scoring like twenty something a game. I'm pretty sure he just had almost thirty last night. I mean, we lost to the uh, Pacers though, but he had almost I, thirty. I didn't know he was until we played him the other day, and uh, that's when the Clippers almost came back on us after you know the cricket comeback against the um the Wizards. Against uh, yeah, yeah, they almost came back and beat us, and I was like, coffee had like a huge fourth quarter against us. Yeah, he's. And I was just like, "Who the hell is this?" Like, <laughs> he's pretty, he's pretty explosive. Like, he he can. That's what I'm saying. We got, we got young talent at the guards. That's why I'm not worried about the guards. You got him. You know, Luke Kennard give you some. Every blessed, so I don't even know what he'd be doing out there. He'd just be out there. He said it. Yeah, Terrence Man can give you something. Uh, BJ Boston, Brandon Boston. I think he's going to be pretty big for us. But he he doesn't yeah. play much. Um, I was yeah. surprised to see Terrence uh, Mann coming off the bench. Yeah, cause I, it's just because he's kind of a liability on offense. Okay. Not kind of, he is a liability on offense. Like, very bad. Like, if I could read off his shooting splits, it's, it's not, probably like two for seven, not. three for seven every game. But, uh, he he locks up though. Which is the defense? Yeah, really. Which is why I really don't think we need anything. Once you get PG back to actually 
no one orchestrates the team. That's, that's the problem. When, when PG's not playing, there's nobody controlling the team. What's the word? Like, you know. He's he's going to be out a while. They're saying he might need surgery, which is stupid because he should have already got it if he needed surgery. He's already been out like a month. But that is a UCL injury. Yeah. It's very common in baseball. That's Tommy John surgery. So, I don't know. But, I mean, we're, we're holding our own right now. Just say we don't really have all the pieces. Just like y- how y'all were doing. Y'all were hurt the whole first half of the season, really. Yeah. It's still holding your own. Top three. What are y'all third in the East? Yeah, we dropped to the third seed after tonight. Yeah, so. We just got to get chemistry. And we need a leader on the court. Hey, that was really fair answers. I like that. Uh, I guess I have to do the thunder. Uh, I guess. I wish y'all need. I, I guess. Nah. But for real though, um, I think they need a, a lob threat. Because if you really think about a lot of the point guards, you know, well, great playmakers, you know, the Chris Pauls, the Nash, you know, the kid. Usually, you got somebody that's an easy, you know, if the offense is breaking down, you maybe can penetrate, especially that's what the Thunder do. They're, they're leading the league by a lot in drives, by like 10 drives. So they need a guy that can sit at the rim and, you know, catch it up top. And they don't have that. And I think that Josh Giddy playmaking and SGA's playmaking is just it's too unique and good for them not to have one. They, yeah, they, I need to get Ben Simmons and tell him to play the four. Yeah, nah, I don't know about no Ben Simmons though. He but can do that. Nah, we, no, it's just need a because if they get Ben Simmons, first of all, the Thunder are already the worst three point shooting team in the league by a lot. They shoot like thirty percent, maybe. So by so by lob threat, what what do you mean by that? You mean like a like person like only dunks like, like Eric Jones Jr. or you want a big man that rolls off? A big man like a Aiden, Bam, you know, somebody that can go in the paint. I mean, I know you're gonna, I'm going to get hate for this, but like Gobert. You know, if you throw if you throw an alley-oop, they can go over the defense, catching and dunking. So you want a seven-footer? Yes, that's what they need. They don't have any size at all. I'm pretty sure the biggest person on the roster is Jake Favors, and he's 6'9". He's not even like that anymore. Come on, man. And he get ball ball. Yeah. But then, and then ball ball, the thing with him is he's not, he's not a, he's not a, a, a lob threat. He's more like a, what like you a stress. Like, like he, no, no, no. He wants to be, ball ball, he wants to be on the outside and to work his own game. And I feel like that, that'll work for him. But for him to be a straight up lob threat, Nah, that is that's just not going. You don't gotta be straight up. That man seven six. You throw the ball up, then he gonna go get it. I don't know, man. Then he gonna have to put on some pounds if you're gonna be down there banging with them for real. Because I mean, if you if we get a if we, if the Thunder were to get a center right now, he's automatically starting. Yeah. So he's gonna have Bull Bull gonna be down there fighting with uh with some of these big old guys. He's gonna have to go run into Giannis and and. and and then bead and well, stuff. He's gonna have to do that wherever else yet. Yeah. I can see not. 
y'all got that one dude. Uh, y'all had a he was a, um the dude with the he went to UCLA played with Jalen Hands. Um, oh Deontay like, Davis. No, no, he was famous for the meme oh, with no. him dropping his face. Yeah, Moses Brown. That's yeah, his name. Moses that's Brown. I, like, I, I, was, I, I was surprised they let him go. Or I mean, the was, thing with him though, he got bad hands. Like he can't catch. So, like, he was big, and, you know, he's a roller, yes, and, you know, he can crash the boards, but offensively, you run a pick and roll, and you bounce pass it or, or, or chest pass it to him, you don't catch the ball. So, like, he didn't fit with, you know, guys like SGA. Like, he can, he's probably one of the best drivers in the league. So, whether you want to pass it or shoot, it's going to be a quick decision, and the ball's going to come fast, but he can't catch the ball. So, that's yeah, automatic okay. turnover, or he fumbles it. And he doesn't do it like that. So, I mean, that's why that didn't work. But I, I, he's a tenacious rebounder. He's really good at that. But so, if you're, if you're a Thunder, what would you give up? Would you rather give up some draft picks or a young talent to get this big man that you need? Uh, it depends. I would um, first thing if I were for me, I would definitely look for Aiden because I feel like the Suns don't want to pay him, and they already get a production out of every other big man on the roster. Every other big man on the roster, when Aiden is not playing, it's giving you 10 and 9. So they're like, okay, we don't really, Aiden is not like a need. He's a good player to have, but he, he's not a need. So I would ask about That's him. That's crazy. He's not a need. Because, I mean, without him, Bismack Biyombo, like a couple weeks ago, was just averaging like 15 and 12. McGee was averaging, JaVale McGee was averaging 15 and 10. We know and, uh, that's his, that, but that's his replacement, though. And what does Aiden give you? Aiden's giving you what eighteen and twelve. He's gonna give you better numbers, but it's not. It's not a huge difference in, difference in those. So, like, I feel like they they're trying to, you know, find a cheap way around things and to not pay him. So I would definitely ask about him. I, other than that, I mean, I'm gonna give you a player. I'm not gonna give you any. A bunch of picks. I might give you one first rounder, two second rounders. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. They got a good little team, though. Uh, Thunder in the future, at least. Like not right now, maybe, but it should be. It should be a good team. I think in a couple of years, it really could, you know, be a team. Like you say, you, you got a lot. You got a lot of assets. A lot of what you call it. Like you're you're a dangerous team when you have that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean. They're who the Kings thought they were. Yeah, Kings are going to be rebuilding here. Kings were never they ever in rebuilding. Kings were never ever <laughs> in this good of a position ever in their whole existence. It, okay. no, I think they they were close with young talent. I mean, they didn't have, of course, all the picks that Thunder have. They have too many picks. It should be illegal, but. I mean, they had the young talent. It just didn't perform, and now y'all's talent is performing. They've had a lot of good players, too, though, uh, with De'Aaron Fox, and you got Iris Halliburton, Davion uh, Mitchell. Like, yeah. it's, it's so much talent, like you were saying. It's just shocking to see nothing being done with it. It's really embarrassing. I mean, even the Cavs young players have stepped up. They're winning some games. Yeah, like King, Kings have been down back for what five years, six years. Yeah, and and T, good thing that you brought up the Cavs. Darius Garland playmaking has taken a tremendous leap 
from last year to this year. You want to know why? He has a lob three on the court at all times. All time. First of all, he got two of them. Two. Two of them. Yeah, one of the best bees in the league. You have two of them. So, like, even though Garland is most of the time the only guard on the court, he can still throw it up top. And it's a quick pass, and it should be, like, one of the easiest things that you could do. So your playmaking can develop like that. They're going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And they have assets, too. They can <coughs> trade. They're going to be a team. Especially, I don't, I don't re-sign Colin Sexton if I'm the Cavs, either. No. You got, no. You got Darius Garland out. Same in Portland. When it comes to, like, if I'm them, I'm making a, a trade for CJ McCollum right now. For, like, Anthony Simons, is, these young yeah. players are, are playing basketball right now. So, they, them boys hooping. Yeah, it's a lot of young guys really showing up this year. Yeah. So, speaking of trades, what do y'all think 76 would do with Ben Simmons? I don't I think, think he stays. Right. I think he stays. I don't think, I don't think they asked for too much. He ain't never going to leave. Yeah, nobody, I mean, nobody that, better that, trade that. That trade package they had with uh, Therese Halliburton and we uh, and uh, Buddy Hill, that wasn't a bad trade. And I mean, he really showed him because he just dropped like thirty eight on their heads, like literally a couple nights ago. Like I just wanted to be over with. That was a good trade. You get somebody efficient. You don't waste in beads. Crazy season, which we're gonna yeah, talk exactly. about in a minute. I don't think a trade will happen till they get to the point to realize Ben Simmons is not who they think he is. Because I don't know who they think he is. He's a good player, it's but not he's not even turning down. They've gotten some really good packages for him too, and it's like to look at some of the stuff and be like, "Yo, this you're not going to take this guy." Like he said, that Tyrese Halliburton. Like I pull that trigger in heartbeat, especially when you're you're not going to get anything for him, and he's certain yeah. you're about to sitting out. Yeah, I don't know. The Kings were the only suitors because even if it wasn't even Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox isn't a bad choice either. That's not, not a at bad all. choice. They're not, they not giving him up, bro. They might not. No, no, I'm telling you. They, they, they would have did it. They would have did it because if you look at the Kings, their problem is they have too many point guards. They have three. And that's three of their top seven players, I would say. So you have to get rid of some of them eventually. Yeah. I mean, while you at it, go ahead and get somebody that actually has accomplished. He has something on his resume. Ben Simmons has all-star appearances. He has all-defense. I don't know if he has all-NBA, but, I mean, come on. You're at it, though. You need to go ahead and move Buddy Hill, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The Lakers should took that. He's shooting worse than Russ from the three right now. I'll take them though. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah, you got you got to do something. Uh, they've they've had a terrible history of drafting players. It seems like but they draft players but, like you look back. Marvin Bagley, he didn't pan out, or I just think it, he didn't pan out in he Sacramento. Yeah. But um, but like there's they I don't know. They've got a lot to work on. If they're gonna, there's only two people that pan out: De'Aaron Fox and uh, Tyrese. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like Harry okay. Harry Giles. Harry Giles? Where is he at? I mean I thought that was a dangerous pickup from the start, you know, because if you're a Duke fan, he barely played. Harry Giles was he was hurt yeah. at Duke. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He was hurt before. 
I just don't know how you would have thought that that was that was gonna win you anything with him out. But hope they get better, man. I really don't. It's it's hilarious that they suck. It's gonna be a while before we see anything from Sacramento. Yeah, they're gonna have to relocate before they get better. Thanks. <laughs> Tell him to go to Seattle. Seattle, yes, sir. Uh, Now, uh, I just said this uh, about a bead. Who do you guys want to bead or Jokic? Jokic, 100%. I want to bead, man. Jokic is a great player. I think Jokic is, once again, I think he's MVP. I think it depends on what type of team you have. I mean, neither one of them have a history of, like, you know, being able to do about – well, they can do about themselves. But, like, I think when you look at their ability in the playoff by themselves, they're, they're pretty much the same player. So you can't really go wrong with either one. I just want to be – I, I, I like the theatrics, you know. I like the, the troll. <laughs> you want to wave uh, this yeah, and troll with everybody. I like that. You know, I like that. I like that he embraces being the villain. He embraces being the that player on the court. Um, You know, Jokic is a great player, as we all know, but he's – He's just not as fun to watch. Like his game is fun to watch. He gets like, the job done. Yeah, he just gets the job done. I, I like entertainment. You know, I want to like if I'm a coach, I want to sell tickets. I think NBA. Okay, is like, Nick. Uh, you talking about you can't sell tickets with the MVP? No, All right, Nick. No but that's the thing. That's the thing. You Jokic just having another MVP season. And he was barely getting like recognition at the beginning. No one talks about him. Yeah. yeah, that's and so like. He he's the MVP, he's the reigning MVP, and no one's paying him attention. Like he was having a bad year. Do you want the MVP on your team, or do you want to win a championship? Uh, I think you can win a championship with either one of them, though. Neither one of them have a championship, but I think Joel could have has every right to say he could have won a champion or MVP last season. So I mean, it's like I don't want to base it off of MVPs either, because yeah, I mean, MVP I'm not basing off it. I just feel like Jokic makes the team around him better when he's on the court. And the he does too. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he does it too, but I think Jokic is better. We're getting more yeah, you're right. off on the offense. I changed my mind. I want I want Jokic. I forgot yeah. the whole injury issue with Joel. Joel can't get healthy. I yeah. forgot that almost. Yeah, give me give me Jokic. I mean, if you put him on a team where he didn't have to carry that load that often, maybe he won't get injured. Oh no, he was getting injured when Ben Simmons was running. But I also feel like he's a better defender too, though. Uh, be, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah like, I, I like defense. Defense, yeah. defense but, is my calling. So I think I'll yeah, take at the same time, you can't be that bad a defender if you're seven foot. Yeah, that's true. All you gotta do is put your hand up. <sighs> Very true. And then Jokic, I'm, I'm gonna take Jokic just in case you know, in case you want to run up into. Somebody who want to be the bad boy pissing in the playoffs, and his brothers can handle that, and we ain't got to worry about all that. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me Jokic though. Uh, I like efficiency. Jokic shooting fifty seven percent from the floor and thirty eight percent three, and Bead is fifty percent shooting and thirty seven percent. Jokic leads the Nuggets at points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and field goal percentage. And without without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., he has them seven games over five hundred. I mean, though, and it, those three are your whole cap. That's your whole cap space right there. 
So you're basically playing with, you know, minimal guys. And, you know, you maybe got a guy or two that got $10 million. But I'm going to take Jokic. He's just playing really out of his mind right now. And, I, I mean, in B, yeah, nah, definitely not. But I think in B, in B is good, but if, he not, if he's not at the line 12 times, he's real, real human. And when I say real, I mean real. You know? Like you don't, I mean, he can get you a bucket. And B can get you a bucket. No, he can. He can. But, but he he thrives on getting to the line to you know get his game initiated and helping his game out, getting fluid. But when he doesn't get to the line, it, it get kind of bumpy for him. Yeah, like I mean, I think going back to the the trolling stuff that Shot was talking about. I think he sometimes he takes that too much, you know, he's too much into that because if he needs to get his, whoever he's playing against, he needs to get his game off by talking. And that didn't work sometimes. Some people just laugh at him. But then once they start, you know, revving up and start fouling him and stuff, that's how he started getting the points. And then now he's talking and talking more. I mean, granted, he talks when they lose too. But Jokic don't talk. He go out there and do his thing. I mean, he will yeah. elbow somebody in their back if he needs to, but other than that. Yeah, and, like, if Yoke could get the ball, he's way more of a threat than Embiid because Embiid, I mean, he got vision in the post. You know, if you double him, you know, unless it's a blindside double. He ain't got no Joker's vision. That, that, yeah, that Jokic, you, you can't even – you can't double him because that makes him even more dangerous. So you just have to let your big play one-on-one with him. Even yeah. though his teammates may be horrible, they might not make a shot all game. You cannot double team Yoki. I mean, I'm gonna say one of them be on Sports Center for their passing ability, and the other one be on Sports Center because he clowning somebody. Stop it now. When when Am Joel I really when Joel says he's Joel and B, and he decides to stop playing, he that's the one thing I don't like about Joel. Joel is the most dominant center since Shaq. When Joel says, okay, I'm not going to let the defense off the hook, when he's – listen, listen, listen. When he's – well, hold on. I, now, I'm, let, me, let, me, let me slow down. Dwight was – Dwight, obviously, I forgot about Dwight Howard. But yeah, I, think he's, yeah. I think he's more talented than Dwight. When Joel decides, hey, nobody on this court can guard me, and he stops letting defenses off the hook by shooting the three ball and, and going to that mid-range, he's the best – he's probably the best player in the NBA. That's a walking. He can give you forty a night if he just simply wants to. I agree, but that's one of the problems with the seventy six. They don't. There's no one's. All right, that's gonna sound bad. I was gonna say straightening up these players, but there's no one like telling them, bro. Let's get to the business. Like let's cut all this other BS out, which is why yeah. Ben Simmons never learned to shoot, and they're okay with it, and they think he's the next LeBron, and now they're trying to trade him for five first round draft picks. But if someone like if. The coach tell him, Doc, tell MB, if you don't sit your big black ass in the fucking paint <laughs> and go to work and stop talking to people, man, yeah, they, they will be a monster. Like they will actually be a threat. But I just don't think they. I don't know. Yeah, they're both really good centers, though. They're both very talented. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you if you picked up type stuff like. They both really good. I can see both sides. I think one of the two will win MVP this year. I don't know which one. 
I mean, I think Joel is obviously his time to finally get one because he's been doing this now. Should be Joel, but 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 Joker probably is Joker because Joker's gonna put the same numbers and Embiid gonna be hurt in like three weeks. So it's just hard. Yeah, it's hard to argue the number Jokic is continuing to do. He's doing the same stuff once again, like you said. He's doing it with less help. You know, Joel has Tobias, he has Seth, he has Danny Green. I'm sorry, I had to mention Danny Green, but um, really had to mention. You know, you got Thibault, you, you got Tyrese Maxey, and you look at the Nuggets, you're like, okay, who we got? No Michael Porter Jr., no Jamal Murray. Um, Paul Millsap is no longer there. To me, Jim this Murray. is it's, – it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more impressive than what it's Aaron, Aaron Gordon is the only one that can – that a random person can name that plays on the Nuggets. And, and I, almost forgot, really play play for I, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I thought he played for the Magic. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, I think right now Jokic is my, probably my MVP right now. Yeah, he definitely make a strong oh, pass. All right. So I guess we will end on this. Can you really call somebody a superstar after one year? Okay, let me let me stop you right there. First of all, Nick, I'm a, you got to stop stealing my questions if you're not going to be on here. But keep on going. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> I think, I, I don't know. Depends on what they do. Well, so, can you still call someone a superstar for what? After one year. After one year. It depends on who the player is. That's what I'm saying. Like Ja. Ja's a superstar. I mean, but it hasn't been just one year. Like, maybe he's getting a lot more recognition now because of this year because he's actually winning. But he's been kind of doing the same thing. His averages are going up. But Okay, then you can go Luka. I think Luka was a superstar after his first year. Yeah, he was. He was a superstar before he got there, really. I think you can do it. It just really depends on who, who we're calling it. Yeah, it, it depends because, you know, I'm one of those guys. I get people have great seasons. They have a great little run, but – I want to see if they can keep doing that, which is why I'll admit I wasn't high on Curry when he first came into the league. I mean, I watched him in Davidson. I saw his highlights. He went Chick fil A classic. And then he, came, he comes out shooting threes, and everybody's like high on him. You know, it's fun to watch people shooting threes, of course. Yeah. But I want to see can he keep doing that? Because yeah. one year isn't going to make you one of the great basketball players. But he's proved that he can't do it. This yeah. year, of course, it has been very bad for him right now. But I but think we all know can. who Steph Curry is. Yeah, like we, we know who he is. Yeah. But I think it takes more than one one year for people to know who you are. Of course, that doesn't matter. But when you're taking people who don't watch basketball and they know your name, obviously you're doing something right. Yeah. But it's very few like people who we can – Say we're a star, a superstar after one year. Give Jason Tatum maybe you know that type of title after his first season in Boston, like Eastern Conference Final as a rookie. I think that's another player that you could have said is a superstar. Yeah, it just depends on who, like you said, who the player is. I think I think that might not ruin his career, but you know, ruin the past couple of years for Jason Tatum. When him and Jalen Brown went crazy, when oh Kyrie was hurt that playoff series, they went crazy and they won. And then mm-hmm. now they're both so-called superstars. And then this is why it's not working out. Both of, of them gotta have the ball in their hands. 
I feel like they, yeah. they just got to be the superstar. If I had to pick one or the other, I'm taking JT over Jalen Brown. Yeah, me too. But but it's not helping that they're the superstars and they're shooting 20 times a game. Like Marcus Smart said, don't nobody else get the ball. Yeah, we can ruin team chemistry, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I agree with y'all. Um, Miles was kind of a star and superstar type of thing because sometimes people are stars and, you know, they probably just need, like, a really good run to make them a superstar or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I, I agree with y'all. You can do it on the one um, once this uh, season, if they had like a monster year, like Josh having a monster year, like last year, he was like a star. Nothing more, nothing less. He was a star, but now he's just taking a step to superstar because he's doing crazy things. So unless you do something crazy, like last year, I would put Shay into a star because like he was shooting, he was getting 24, 50, and 40 percent shooting splits. So, so, so what's your difference between a star and a superstar? Like, I think superstar, you can't be a superstar and be, uh, like, I don't think Shea will ever qualify as a superstar unless his team will ever be in playoff contention. I don't think you could be a superstar and be losing consistently, like, every game. I don't think, I don't think you can do that. I think a, a superstar is somebody that is a game changer, night in, night out. You don't know how to stop them. No matter what you do, become a superstar. Probably, I probably would honestly. I think he was a star before he got there, but when when uh, mm-hmm. Chris Paul got there, I think he just took. I think he just you know mastered the art of you know winning. I think that also is included yeah. with superstar. And he actually did that and was doing the same exact things he was doing before Chris Paul got there. Mm. I can't, I can't, I can't say that you're a superstar and like you're not a difference maker. Yeah. So, 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 let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is Zion Williamson a superstar? Because um, you're saying somebody making their team better, he makes that statistically is proven. He makes that team a lot better when he plays. Yeah. But he has really hadn't even played a whole year because he came in halfway through. I mean, if he, if, he, if he were to come back this year, I would have to actually watch him play. I can't just say that, yeah, you're a superstar on, you know, two games. Uh, he has to actually play. But, like, if you were saying last year, I think last year, he, he when he was playing, they were actually, you know, kind of losing. I would say that he was a star. You could put him in superstar, but I'm going to put him in star. I'm not going to put him in superstar because, like, he wasn't a huge difference maker. They were still, like, having the same record as the Thunder. Like, I mm. can't put you I can't put you up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I was just asking. Because, I mean, he led the league in points in the paint. He's still up there. Even when they put up graphics in the middle of the games now, he's still leading the league. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to say, like, you can't be a superstar and, like, you're not a difference maker night in and night out. Like, night in and night out, Jabba Rant is busting everybody. Night in and night out, Luka is making defense to scratch their head. 
So does Zion yeah. not do the same thing with you in the court? I mean, they like you, you could do whatever you want to. We still about to win this game. You can do whatever you want to. We still about to win this game. <laughs> like Dejounte Murray is a star, but like you can do whatever you want to. We still gonna win this game. <laughs> do whatever you want, man. I don't know, man. I just know if I was playing, I'd be a superstar. We'll see you guys next week. Um, yeah, we're gonna have some Super Bowl content for you guys. Yeah, it's gonna be a great episode. We don't gotta see Jackson Mahomes at the Super Bowl, baby. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. They, they calling him Joe, Joe Burr. That's what they're saying on, on the Twitter. I've seen that. Hey, that man, I see. That man, I see. All right, yo. Yeah, that, that man, I see, man. Now-